Super Talk Mississippi media production. William Carey University Athletics. Every sport you find exciting. Crusader Talk. Crusader Talk. This is Crusader Talk. Crusader Talk. We're covering everything William Carey University Athletics. From the field to the court and the diamond. On Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. Happy Monday to all of you out there listening on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3. Glad to have you along for yet another great edition of Crusader Talk. Last week we had a chance to sit and have a conversation with Danny Owens. Over the past week, we got to see his team in action for the first time in 2023. Also saw Coach Barry Farrell's team as well, part of that doubleheader on Saturday. Different teams, different results in those games as well. We'll break those down. Josh had a great week in calling soccer with Clayton Rush. It was fun just to be back and see athletics in motion at William Carey for one. And then two, just had a good time sitting down with the first games that I got to do with him. And uh, we had a good time together. Well, I mean, you've got to kind of pat yourself on the back a little bit. You were the one that was in the recruiting process of Clayton to the broadcast. So that was a good thing. And um you could tell just in his energy last week, having him in the studio, um, just his recall of these teams. Uh, it's amazing what you're able to pick on, pick up on when you get a chance to do it a couple of seasons. And then, of course, with all the hype, the buildup, the expectations around these groups. Um, like you said, mixed results, but you certainly saw the potential in both programs in, in game one. Yeah, and so the men's game, which uh, was the first of the two that we got to call on Saturday, did not go the way that the Crusaders wanted it to. They fell to West Alabama 2 to nothing, And West Alabama is an NCAA Division II school uh, that Kerry has played in the early going of the season several years. Uh, I want to say almost every year uh, for the past several. And we found out, I think this is William Kerry's first opening game loss uh, in men's soccer since about 2016. I think that's what we tallied it up to. And it was West Alabama that this team lost to. But nevertheless, a 2 nothing loss to an NCAA Division II team is not one that you're going to hang your head about for you know weeks on end. And You could even see it in the body language of Coach Farrell. He knew what was going on on the field and knew what happened to his team out there and visibly is not worried about what's to come for William Carey. Uh, I was telling you before we got on air, Josh, for the Crusaders, looking at the statistics from that game, Crusaders, man, they had all kinds of shot attempts. They had 11 shots over West Alabama's seven, uh, four of which were on goal for both teams. Only issue was West Alabama was able to connect the netting with the ball. Uh, on two attempts, William Carey just could not ever find that exact alleyway through. Uh, couldn't get quite the shot attempt that they wanted to get off. But, man, they controlled possession throughout that contest. And when you get ahead to some of these NAIA games, especially early in this season, ahead of conference play, you're going to see things change. They're going to get a little bit better passing in the midfield and get themselves open for better shots. And they won't be you know, constantly losing games like this two to nothing. I think there's high hopes in the future of what this men's program has in store. No, too much talent, but we kind of talked about it building up to um, kind of the 
expectations, there, there were a lot of question marks as to how this team, with all the new faces, how quickly could they gel, how quickly could communication come together. And, and Coach talked about wanting to put themselves against some great competition, so you kind of get exposed a little bit. You find out some things early that you need to work on, and so there, there, there are some things that are going to jump out, and I think you'll see that big jump into this week's action. And some of the other things that happen in these early season ball games are that you figure out what your starting eleven is going to look like. Uh, I know for the women's game, we can kind of change gears into that. Coach Owens made several substitutions, you know, in and out through the first, say, sixty minutes of the match, uh, exchanging personnel groups, not just to give people breathers, but to actually evaluate talent in real game scenarios, and. One person that really stood out for William Carey, and easily so when you look at the box score of it, was a newcomer to the program, Junior Zalma Torres. She enters as the National Junior College Player of the Year for yeah, all of soccer in the junior college ranks, coming into William Carey now as a junior, and scored two goals and assisted on one more, if memory serves right. Also had a great performances from other Crusaders as well, but she stood out, and we asked Coach... Danny Owens about her and had several other comments uh, from the post game and here's what that sounded like on Saturday evening. Coach, we have seen time and time again Crusaders coming out here and getting a fast start. Of your team to start off with a, a one-to-one tie, what changed for them to just all of a sudden explode in that second half? Yeah, it was just a matter of just keep playing. Um, you know, we had chances even though it was 1-1. So we just needed to keep doing what we were doing and keep applying pressure. We knew the goals would come if we could just get one more, and that's kind of what we talked about at halftime as well. And, Coach, one of the players Clayton and I just mentioned as we begin this year that kind of surprised us coming out of nowhere was, was Zalma Torres, but I'm sure her play today was no surprise to you coming off of her uh, transferring in. Two goals today and an assist. What has she brought to the table? Yeah, uh, Zalma came in junior college. We knew she was a good player. Um, so she's had a good, you know, preseason, I guess. So she just needed to, to buy her time. And uh, it's taken her a little bit to settle in, but she had a good game tonight and, you know, did some good things for us. Yeah, she played a great game, Coach. And I think really across the board you saw really good job from the midfield tonight. Uh, Maria was able to connect with uh, some of those forward players. And Julia, I mean, she's obviously – uh, been a mainstay in the lineup here for three years now. Uh, just tell us, kind of as we wrap up, what's one thing that you're really looking forward to from this team co this yeah, year? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we have good spirit. I think, you know, a lot of these girls have been around, so I think they're they're eager to, you know, to play well and, and to win games. So, you know, I don't I personally don't think we play our best tonight, but it's the first game as well, so that'll, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll start gelling and playing better, playing faster, and, um, you know, just trying to just win the next game, I guess. Yeah, so that's the takeaway right now. So you have Reinhardt next on the schedule. Those are the biggest things that you want to look to improve on? Yeah, really, we just got to recover and then um, just kind of get connected. I thought we were disconnected at times. You know, our final pass wasn't the best, so we just, you know, it's just going to take us playing more. We have new players, so we just got to keep playing, playing games. We haven't played a ton, um, so, you know, just try to get better on Tuesday. All right, thank you very much, Coach. Thank you. Very humble coach Danny Owens. Team didn't play their best, yet they won 6-1 to one over the 13th-ranked team in the country. William Carey uh, nationally recognizes the number 5th team as the national poll came out on Wednesday of last week. Josh, that'll do. 
<laughs> I mean, so three to one advantage in terms of total shots, and then a four to one advantage of shots on goal, and then you put half of those shots on goal into the net. I mean, those are those are strong numbers. And then you just matter of factly hear coach talk about the fact that you know the team's not playing as fast as they need to. They're they're not quite gelling the way they will be here in the next few weeks and, and in the next few games. And and just very uh, matter of fact about the process that, that that it's still early in the process. And so to come out and to be executing like that and to be able to put up that type of result, it talks about. I think one of the things that also highlights is just uh, maybe some separation from the top of the NAIA into maybe that top tier and there's maybe even a second tier it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the first month or so you know really fun activities throughout that game you know different small little storylines to start you had the first goal of the contest scored in the third minute of gameplay and that belonged to uh, Fernanda Pinganeto the senior returning for this school but the Crusader who got the assist was a former teammate of hers at Hill College. Both of them transferred in, and that was Christina Salmon out of Jamaica. So kind of fun to see two former teammates, now both as Crusaders, linking up for the first point of 2023. Uh, as we mentioned, Missouri Valley tied it up at one apiece. And this is where you get to see a lot of different players that were not starters in the game make an impact. Mentioned Zalma Torres. Uh, she came in off the bench, I believe. Now, I could be lying to you. Let me just double-check that score line. Yeah, she did come in as a substitution. So she was responsible for two goals of scoring plus an assist. Then you had Lauren Jones, you know, Hattiesburg native, Sacred Heart player, uh, was in there as a substitute, made the assist, a great assist, by the way, on a goal scored by Julia Erbst. And then uh, you had, again, that Zalma Torres goal. That was the fifth one scored uh, that she assisted with. And then a couple of uh, returners scored the sixth goal in uh, Erbst again with Azarias helping her out along the way. So talent both in the starting rotation, also with the substitutions. It's a very deep Crusader team. And it's going to be interesting to see if the starting eleven remains unchanged in the coming games or if we're going to see William Carey kind of cycle in Torres into that starting 11 and maybe bring Salmon in and uh, as a substitution maybe Lauren Jones gets a little bit more playing time on the front end who knows but there were a lot of Crusaders that saw the playing field uh, when all was said and done you might have answered your question a little bit when you mentioned depth and about how this was so close, and then all of a sudden, Kerry just exploded. Uh, you bring in some sub- substitutions with fresh legs, that fresh burst of energy, and maybe not the depth on the other side, and then the game gets out of hand. All right. Well, we will probably revisit some of this women's soccer conversation, but on the other side of the timeout, we're going to get a chance to talk to DJ Pullett's first day of classes, by the way, at William Carey. Get his thoughts on the start of the athletic year as well. We'll be right back as Crusader Talk rolls on. You're listening to Crusader Talk on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. Back with you here on a Monday on Crusader Talk. Caleb Hamill, Josh West, our producer Will Tony with you. 
And the headman himself is on the phone. Getting look, uh, we're looking forward to hearing his voice. And DJ Pulley. One thing uh, Josh and I have been talking about is we're continuing uh, these podcasts. We're trying to keep things lively, uh, which is obviously why we mm-hmm. continue to bring you on. Uh, and we've said you know, we need to try to do maybe a, a steak tour across the southeast. Is there any way you can hook us up with a, a couple different contacts and ways we can you know, help promote different oh, businesses in Hattiesburg along with the Crusaders? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a lot of, we have a lot of support from our local business community, so it's always much appreciated. And, and I like the idea of a steak tour. We just hit the steak houses and see what happens, man. That's right, you and, and you're <laughs> welcome to join us with it. We we would interview you weekly, absolutely, or even maybe you we know, could do it to one a month. I don't know. We could, well, no, we might even do it, you know, maybe bi-weekly, man. Just to get rolling a little bit. So hey, have some fun with it. <laughs> Shoot for the moon. You might just hit the stars. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you have got several things on your plate as it is the first day of classes at William Carey. Uh, from your vantage mm-hmm. point over there on campus, what has the feel been as all these freshmen have come in uh, and already an athletic contest or two under the belt of the Crusaders as well? Yeah. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a lot of the buzz today. It was getting back on campus and parking lots full and, you know, that that uh, that first day trying to figure out where to park and you know, get into your routine for the next few weeks, um, but it was it was good. I saw a lot of kids walking around campus. One of their first classes when I was out and about. So good to see all the new faces and then see the returners. Uh, like I said, we had a good weekend. Um, you know, women's soccer had a good win. Uh, the men's came a little short, and uh, but it was you know it was uh, we're off and running. We'll we'll get it all figured out and just you know glad to have everybody back. It is a good start, especially for the women's soccer team. That's what Josh mm-hmm. and I enjoyed talking about last segment. And for Coach Owens and this team, just to look at the rankings ahead of the season, to be ranked number five, playing the number 13 team at home to start the year, yep. and to come up with a 6-1 to one victory. I mean, yep. it's easy to just pass it off as business as usual for a Coach Danny Owens squad, mm-hmm. but that's pretty spectacular. It, it was. I mean, especially, you know, we got some new pieces out there. You know, we uh you know, you know, uh, for the year, you know, it's kind of, you know, Danny, they had a, um, I guess it was, they went on Tuesday down to um, West Florida and played an exhibition game, and, and West Florida's number five in NCAA Division Two, and, and we well, we won one to nothing, and I think after that, you know, you kind of started feeling, you know, kind of put Danny at ease, and he was ready to go. The girls were ready to play, I know it's kind of, I kind of got a little worried, I was like, oh my goodness, we just gave up a goal, and, you know, it was one-to-one, you never know what's going to happen when it gets like that, but then they responded really quickly to the game away. Um, and they're just a talented group of kids. I mean, they're very fast up front. Uh, got some experience in the back. So, um, you, know, and, you know, it should be it should be a fun year. They're going to score a lot of goals, though. I mean, it's going to be a team that puts the ball back on that, which is good. Um, and on the guys' side, I think, you know, Barry's just, you know, they just got to figure it out. They lost Brandon Birmingham. He transferred uh, to Division One school. And that was, you know, he was the main goal scorer last year. But got a couple kids hurt. They'll get them back, you know, in a week or so. And they should be, should be fine and ready to roll. So is it whichever team uh, has the most recent win that gets to play the late game in the cool of the night, or uh, is that just you know, all predetermined? Was really, I'm not going to lie to you. I was sitting there, I looked and I said, how did y'all pull this off? And, uh, you know, it was, uh, I know 4.30 was brutal, um, you know, but it's, uh, there's really no cool time of the day to play right now. We were, we were just looking at day, you know, from about 2.30 to almost 5.30. You know, you couldn't, we wouldn't even allow the teams to practice outside because of the heat. Um, you know, when the wet ball gets a certain high, we have to shut it down for a little while. It's just and it's only going to get worse the rest of this week. And, you know, this weekend when we play, it's supposed to be really, really hot. And I know the, uh, the girls seem to go to Montgomery uh, tomorrow to play Reinhardt in a neutral site game, and it'll be like that. And the guys at Tennessee Wesleyan, so it shouldn't be too bad up there. But I don't know. I'm about, I'm about sick of the heat, though, and I know the kids are, too. So. Yeah, and, and uh, DJ, this is Josh. I, I think what's it supposed to break for a, a, 
a cold front. Is that Monday? It's going to be 99? Is that right? Not until Monday? Maybe 99, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was like, you know, it teased us last week when we got that little bit, that, that front came through. We woke up a couple mornings, it was like in the 70s. Like, oh, wow, this is nice. And then, you know, it came roaring back. So, I mean, I just, you know, I, I saw rain at my house on the coast. And I was, uh, you know, sending videos to all the coaches. Hey, look, it does rain. You know, because we haven't seen any on campus in several weeks and, and their houses, stuff like that. It's just, uh, it's just crazy, though. I mean, you know, I remember how, how wet it was in May and June to get to like this. I mean, it's really been kind of a, an odd, odd year, so the least. Uh, uh, but it'll, it'll, it'll turn back around. We'll be wishing it was not raining here soon. That's the way it always goes. Well, everything in the extreme. DJ, we mentioned the 6-1 win, and, you know, I just mm-hmm. – you speculate that maybe there could be we'll, – we'll, we'll know more uh, here in the next yep. couple of weeks to a month, but there could be a yep. couple of tiers. There could be a top tier of uh, a half dozen eight teams, and there could be a second team of another half dozen or eight or so. But to listen to that post-game interview and then to mm-hmm. you have to be wondering to yourself – it doesn't come across as coach speak. They weren't clicking. They no. weren't playing as fast as they want to. No. They have so much depth. I mean, mm-hmm. when, you, when you see that and then you hear those postgame comments, as a fan of the Crusaders, I mean, you can't help but get a little excited. Now, they're, they're a coach, as a coach, they're going to hold it in. But, I mean, they, they got a chance to be really, really special. They, they, you, know, the, you know, we, I guess, you know, since the last few years when we – I guess probably back in like 2016, 2017, we started trying to figure out, you know, what's the key to, to doing this? You know, how far to build the teams? And both teams, in soccer especially, um, really, really soccer, probably both soccer teams, basketball, and then even baseball, you just got to, you have to have so much depth to win a national championship and to get that far into it. And that's the way these teams are constructed. There's a lot of good players on both the, on, on, on these teams, uh, on the soccer teams especially. Um, you know, you know, like Coach Hopper brought in 41 baseball players that's coming up here just to find more depth to get through the season, to be in a better spot when postseason happens. And that's what it's all about. And they can't be, you know, everybody's got to do their job. And, and that's what these kids that come in, they, they bought into what we're, we're selling them. They're ready to play. Um, they're doing what it takes. You know, and it's hard to manage that. You know, kids, some of these kids come in playing lots of minutes, you know, whether they were playing back home um, or in, or in you know, the transfers, things like that, and they're having to accept a different role. But then when they see the results like that and see what Coach Owens, Coach Farrell are selling, I mean, they know they're going to be in the right spot. Um, and that's what it is. We, I mean, we want to be the last team standing. You know, when Danny won in 18, that set the bar. I mean, that's, it's, it's winter it's winter bust, you know, uh, around here. And, um, and, and, and I think we're going in the right direction with, with the program and how we got it shaped right now. DJ Pulley, Athletic Director of William Carey, on Crusader Talk this evening. DJ, I just pulled this up and realized Alma Torres was given honors as one of the SSAC Players of the Week. A good start for William Carey, not only in the results category, but also in player recognition as well. Not likely to be the last Crusader awarded that honor this season, but how is it for her in her first ever week as a Crusader soccer player to already have that honor under her belt? Oh, it's, it's a great confidence boost. You know, she's new to the program, uh, the transfer in, so I think that just, you know, to, when they, sometimes when those transfers win these awards, it makes them feel at home and get them get them comfortable there because they're coming to a new place and new program and all that. So it was good for her, you know. You know, we, you know, one thing about it was the performance was it could go in uh, several different ways. But 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 you know, Coach Owens and and, and Ryan Weir, the assistant coach, they felt like she was the one who had the most solid performance out there, and I think it's you know fitting and deserving she won. And, and it's good for her, like I said, it gets her gets her confidence and gets her going. So um, and Zalma is a, is a pretty good athletic little girl, and she put the ball in the net. So we'll, we'll see how. So maybe hopefully they'll lead her. A pretty good week this week. DJ, you know, athletics 
no matter what level, bring so much in terms of energy and morale to a campus. And then with William Carey coming out, winning, winning big, winning early, how does the university and athletics team up to be able to create opportunities, to be able to build some momentum in terms of getting apparel on the bodies of of the students and getting them out to games and be able to create that energy with the student body to be able to get that atmosphere going? Well, that's the that's a point of emphasis this year with uh, Dr. Burnett. Um, you know, we, we worked on it some last year, made big strides. He has tailgates and things like that. And that's some stuff that I think once the temperature gets down to a normal temperature, we'll start doing more of. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we uh, I, went, I was just walking to the bookstore the other day, a whole new line of carry gear in there. And then online, we have an online apparel store through Third Coast Soccer. You can get it for all the athletic departments. Uh, you know, so it's, there's plenty of places out there to get our gear at a reasonable price. Um you know, this past week was our Carry Wild weekend for our freshman orientation or transfer orientation as well. And so there was an event tailored towards that on Saturday. So it was good to see the students out there, you know, you know, you know, braving the heat for the men's game and then coming back to the women's game, which is a little bit more pleasant outside. And uh, and it just gives a buzz. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm not saying things were a little bummed out after the guys played. I mean, it was, you know, we lost two out of me. I told Dr. Burnett, um, I said, I think it's a, I said, just blame it on the heat, man. It's, it's 100 nine degrees right now and he laughed and, he, and but then the girls you know girls set the tone set the mood for the rest of the night and, and that mood was showing around campus this morning i mean the, you, know, you could just feel you feel energy when you win you know it's uh it's always good and you know the buzz amongst the other athletes you know who, who are all all in here and they're seeing this seeing you know the teams are already started and they're ready to get going so it's just it provides a lot of energy and gets us going dj uh final thing for you i've never really asked this about you but uh we've got about 30 seconds left how big is it for William Carey to have this uh, trimester system as it relates to athletics and getting student athletes in? It's it, it's it is it's it's good. It has it has pros and cons now. The, the you know the biggest the biggest you know the pro is you know it's maybe maybe for the class load. Um, you know kids are typically in nine hours or ten hours, which is only a, you know three or four classes. Um, so it helps them out in that standpoint because you're not really not overwhelmed like you were in a maybe in a semester school where you're taking you know fifteen eighteen hours stuff like that. The drawback is we have to do eligibility a lot more. Kids have a lot more chances to not become eligible. But luckily for us, you know, our student athletes do very well. We had 14 scholar teams last year at the Department GPA of 3.22. So right now it's really working well for us. Um, and I think the 10-week term after coming from a, being a transfer student myself to carry, it's the best thing ever. It's the best way to go to school. Ten weeks, you're done with it, you move on to another course. Kids love it. Athletes love it. It's a good way to get an education. Good way to get in and get out with all those classes. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of yep. that. Well, DJ, thanks yep. so much for joining us. We look forward to talking to you again soon, all right? Absolutely. Well, y'all have a good night, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Thank DJ. you. All right, he is DJ Pulley, Athletic Director at William Carey. We will continue the conversation about all things William Carey Athletics when we return. This is Crusader Talk. You're tuned in to Crusader Talk on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. Always fun to catch up with DJ Foley, Athletic Director of William Carey. Always also fun when it's there's not like a huge agenda and like big headline story that we have to cover with him. You know, all the, the doom and gloom news of big rule changes or recruiting things and all that. Just, hey man, how's, how's the start of school going? Hey, how about that game, right? The one thing that I that I wanted to ask him, and I, I knew we didn't have the time for it, you know, with today being the first day of classes, 
on campus. There's always that convocation, right? Well, when Dr. King was still the president, he always had his 12-word speech. About the 12 words you're not allowed to say on campus at William Carey. Are we allowed to say any of these on the radio? No. And in fact, on the radio, that list is getting smaller these days. It's probably getting larger at William Carey. Uh, But Dr. King notoriously said that he had a safe back in his office with enough money to fly you and pay for you to transfer to Ole Miss if you wanted to talk like that at William Carey. <laughs> so, I, I, my, 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 my curiosity was uh, really more of, uh, did, did Dr. Burnett give the 12-word speech? But that, that's just me. <laughs> I'll have to ask some of our uh, freshmen <laughs> at church. 12-word speech. Yeah, that, that there's a list of 12 words, and they were stuck away in a, in a safe in Dr. King's office. Uh, like, you say those, you're gone. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, right? <laughs> I there. love DJ's energy, you know, because I you, oh, you get yes. to be around you get to be around some uh, different, whether it's CEOs, presidents, athletic directors, and depending on what level. But you love being around the guys that have that type of energy. Yes. Those are the type of people you want to work for. Those are the type of people that get you fired up, that you feed off of, and you get excited, and you want to be a part of what's going on. Um, and 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 I I enjoy that because. You can get lost in the um, this being PC. Is that the right way to say oh, it? Yeah. Uh, and, and just being so monotonous maybe is not the, the precise word, but being so careful not to make a misstep. No, he he's just a good guy that is comfortable in his own skin and is fired up, genuinely fired up. You can't fake that. It comes across if you're selling it. Right. No, he believes it. Mm-hmm. So he's not selling it. Um, and that's what's cool to have him on as much as possible to be able to get that energy out on the airwaves. And I, I've seen the same thing in different athletic directors, unlike DJ. The athletic directors correct. that are correct, you know, more about being politically correct. I'll be more blunt about it. They're sometimes sticks in the mud that just are so focused on, like you said, not making missteps, making sure they, you know, say the coach speak type things that they're supposed to have to say. DJ is candid. He will tell you it like it is. Yeah, you know, when you're talking to him personally, and he'll give you time as well to tell you honestly how things are going and. I appreciate that kind of honesty and truthfulness. And it's most of the time very positive things and our great outlooks on school. But if something's you know not going well, he's going to tell you about it. And, and that's, the thing, that's the thing about being the athletic director at William Carey. Uh, you're going to have a quality person there. The, there there's no question about that. The, the quality of the person in that role, you don't have to worry about missteps. You don't have to worry about political correctness because you know you have he's the guy and there's no other way to put it he is the guy for the job and you don't i'm not you never say never but i i'd bet a whole lot of money you never see dj getting in any trouble for that well i want to say he's in good company I, I think you look around this area right now he's keeping a lot of good company yes this is a pretty quiet sleepy town for that reason yeah because you've got a lot of people that are, are really good at what they do um you've got a lot of organizations that have had a lot of wisdom to get people with the right character 
Mm-hmm. And so that's why there's a lot of symmetry, a lot of um, partnerships, a lot of great things going on with the city, with schools partnering together on different projects, uh, with the colleges and the universities going into the high schools and so forth. And so you've just got a lot of positive momentum in the community. Yeah, And it helps in your athletic world when you're not always consumed with having to fire and rehire you know, coaches in a consistent you know, non-stopping cycle like you see at the NCAA Division One level. And it's not just because of what level of competition William Carey sees. It's because of what coaches are already in the positions they hold. I've been familiar with William Carey Athletics probably since I was fifth, sixth grade. I cannot – At least remember. 50% of the coaches are the same. Well, no, no but, but, but here's what I'm saying. I cannot remember William Carey ever firing a coach. Hmm. It may have happened, but I don't remember it. Well, they put him – first of all, they give him the resources to be successful. Yeah. Um, There's – we talk about the – just the mission statement, um, Mm -hmm. what the school stands for, um, the quality of people they get to work with, the quality of athlete in terms of their character that they're recruiting. Then you contrast that to what you see at um, the hyper-competitive – so much money that's involved in it, therefore mm-hmm. expectations that are through the roof. And so at the level, and we've seen this in the last, I would say, 20 to 25 years, if you're in any type of leadership role now in college athletics, you're looking to move up basically before you get fired, yeah. especially coaches. Yeah, it's It's move up, move on, continue to move or be fired um, because eventually – you're going to there, something's going to happen. You'll go through a little mm-hmm. bit of lull, and that first lull, people are are they're calling put, for your They're head. putting so much money into it that they feel like they've bought that um, access or bought that uh, ear, so to speak. And um, there's so much money needed in that regards. Yeah, um, it, it's just a different world. That's. You said it, um, Caleb. That's probably one of the biggest things that impressed me right out of the gate is the people that have chosen carry yeah. that get it and go, you know what? This is the the lifestyle I want to lead. These are the type of people I want to be around. The, these are the type of values I'm able to instill into these kids and really set them up to be successful in life and not have to not to be careful about what I'm saying so much and not to be careful to say the wrong thing in character development and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now, that's huge. That's, that's how, huge. That, th- to be able to lay your head on the pillow and not worry about your job. That's how it should be done, man. It is. It is. But that's you, you, that's not the world. That's yeah, not the you, world. You and I both is a know different that. world. In the best, when I say it's a different world, in the best way possible. Right. It's a different world. And the words that we're saying about the university and its athletic programs, I, I feel like we need to add this caveat. Though William Carey is the one that you know, provides this show and you know pays our check at the end of the day, we did not sign some contract that said you have to pump sunshine about this university. No, no. Or you're out. We're we're giving you our honest opinion of. You know, what we've gotten to see, obviously, we want to stick around and continue to do the show. Don't want to step on anybody's toes. But at the same time, we're here providing you our honest opinion about well, Caleb, what can, we've seen at William Carey. Caleb, do you have any short – I mean, God, it's going to come off wrong. I'll just say this in a blanket statement. Will, Caleb, and myself, this is not the only opportunity to do things like this. Right. We cho- This is something that the opportunity presented itself. And when that phone call rings, 
you answer it. Right. And you have those conversations to be able to be a part of this. Um, and, and you take that very seriously. Why? Because William Carey is serious. What did he say? When they won that national championship, that, that blew the lid off, yeah. right? It, it's championships are bust. Not conference championships. National, national yeah. championships. Um, there's very few people that get the opportunity to be able to be a part of a program that national championships are the goal. And I, but division one, two, three in AI. Right. What's that? Ten or fifteen in each league. Some ten or fifteen like programs right. from top to bottom in each league. That's where Curious put themselves. Yeah. In that league, that's that's remarkable. That is a very small group. As a graduate of the university. And of the three of us, I'm the only one that's graduated from there. I barely did. And, uh, but it's a way to Speaking pump of those, honesty on the show. Pumping those academics, too, right? But, They're tough. But, well, they are. Uh, of course, I have, I have a lot that I owe to uh, Mr. Carl Shepard uh, in college algebra, who, well. We'll, made, we'll leave it at that. He, he made sure I passed. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put it that way. But when it comes to um, – when it comes to the academics and particular majors, uh, my, myself, I was a music major. The Winter School of Music, when you look at the quality of the program there, and I know I know this is an athletic show, but the quality of the programs that you have at William Carey, be it music, be it ministry, be it business, be it nursing or the medical school, they're all top-notch. And it's where people want to go to get that education. So, I mean, I, that, that, that's what makes me want to associate with the university. I married. I married. Yeah, my brother-in-law went to William Carey, graduated from William Carey. My wife graduated from William Carey. Um, it's old-fashioned. Right. I didn't go visit her in her dorm room. Oh, no. Uh, the door was open. You know, I mean, and, and you know, but now, 20 years later with a child, and I look back and go, huh. Those what you would consider old school values are the values are now, you're looking are now, for today. They were the values of our parents and our grandparents. They've become our values with a little bit of wisdom, with a, with some gray hair and a little few more years under the belt. You look at that and go, you know what? In a time where there's an entire world and culture that doesn't have a compass, right, and that doesn't have a center and doesn't have a solid foundation, Carrie knows who they are. They know what they stand for. They know what they believe. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, what you're seeing in business. Uh, that's what you're – I'm a big Simon Sinek guy. Um, and, and when I did marketing, I was big into that. And so w when you know that and you're not trying to every day kind of lick your thumb and stick it out the window to see which way the wind's blowing that day. Right. When you, when you know who you are, that makes it a whole lot easier. That's who Carrie is. And, and, and that's why we're seeing the success. Absolutely. In part. In part. Well, and, yeah, it's a big part. And you get to be right back in the thick of things on campus uh, this weekend as you'll get to call a soccer game. Man, I'm ready. I am ready. It's been too long. Yeah, it was fun for me to get back into it. I, I had my doubts of my ability to jump back in there because it's been so long, but it was I never a full doubted you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a full weekend, too. You know, big uh, high school football game. You had one as well. And then a couple soccer games. Uh, my voice was struggling a little bit uh, as I came to church Sunday morning, but uh it was a good full weekend. It'll be good to be back behind the mic here soon as well. We will continue the conversation as we'll look ahead to the calendar as William Carey soccer has a couple games on the horizon. 
well as volleyball as Josh and I will be right back as well as Will here on Crusader Talk. Talking everything William Carey University Athletics. This is Crusader Talk on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. Final segment with you here on Crusader Talk. If you missed the conversation we had with DJ Poley in our second segment, you can always catch it on demand in podcast form. Wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, Tune in all of those. Every single podcast platform of any popularity, you just search for Crusader Talk and find that. Caleb Hamill, Josh Weston, Will Tony with you as we dot the I and cross the T here on a Monday. Got several different teams about to begin their seasons mm-hmm. as we're already right in the thick of volleyball and just started soccer this past Saturday. Men's soccer will be, as DJ pointed out, they'll be on the road as they will face. I just had it, and now I lost it. Goodness. I'll tell you, the women, though, they will have a game against Reinhardt in a neutral site over in Montgomery, Alabama. And just as I pull this up, Tennessee Wesleyan, that's right. That's who the men will have. They'll face them in Athens, Tennessee. Bless their hearts at a noontime game on Tuesday. Oh. It's going to be the Baptist versus the Methodist. Well, <laughs> all I'm saying is I, I'm pulling for a Methodist sprinkling out of that game just to try to cool things. Need a little off rain, of absolutely. Although it may not be quite as hot over at Tennessee Wesleyan, yeah, maybe 95. they have a little more moisture. Ninety-five. Ninety-five. Okay, better than ninety. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it was a hundred throughout <laughs> the entire contest when the men yeah, played against West Alabama. But it's not going to be at Tennessee Wesleyan. It's going to be in Montgomery. No, no, no. That game is in Tennessee Wesleyan. It's the girls that are playing Okay, okay. on a neutral side. Okay, I missed that. That's all right. I've got you. I've got you Saturday for that early game. Yeah? (laughs) At 4 o'clock game. Yeah, men will be back Mm. at home on Saturday. Josh will have that game uh, as they'll host Louisiana State Alexandria. Bobby Boucher needs to show up. So the men will be back home for that one. The women will play uh, after that. Man, they get that twice in back-to-back weekends, getting to play the, the later game. Um, girls will – or women will host Louisiana Christian University at 6 p.m. or about 30 minutes after the conclusion of the men's game. Countdown is on as well for the cross-country season as both the men and women will face – uh, several teams in the Mississippi College Invitational. That's 11 days away. Volleyball home opener against Tougaloo College is 15 days away. Don't want to miss being out there on campus for that one. Men's golf is 18 days away from beginning their season. Women's golf just 10 days more, 28 days away. Men's basketball a little further out in the future, but we're almost just to the two-month away mark. 68 days for the men facing Southern University, New Orleans, down in the Crescent City. And then the women's team will begin their season on November 2nd. That's 73 days away where they'll face Ave Maria. Josh, good conversations today. Good stuff all around. I dropped my phone. You can't do that with, like, three hot mics. There's no way to mute that out. You just got to own it and uh, go, oh, well, it jumped out of my hands. 
He, at least it didn't jump off the boat. It's caught, still he, on the he, boat. He, he, he I really caught, caught you off guard. guard. It's still on the boat. Wait a minute. I caught Josh off guard like a no. teacher that called on a student no. at random uh-uh. to answer a question. No, ah, who, no, me? No, no. The thing, no, five-game homestand for the men opening up this Saturday. So over the course of like 11 or 12 days, you have a chance to see a handful of men's games. Then on the flip side, though, um, the ladies – will go almost an entire month on the road. So if I, it's interesting the way the the way those schedules contrast. So if you want to see the ladies, get out there. Get out there Saturday. You're not going to see them for a month. Yeah. But when they come back, uh, this is going to be a team. They were fifth through the first game. When these new polls start coming out, if they continue like this, um, they could have the bullseye on their back the entire season. Uh, this is a team that has a chance to get ranked at or near the very top May have and a hold on to that on for a while. Hands. Absolutely. Yeah. And they won't be too far from home for some of those games. They'll be in Foley, Alabama. So if you want to go down and you know, eat at Lambert's real quick and catch a couple soccer matches, you you have the opportunity to. I want to catch a couple throwed rolls. What are you talking about? A couple hey, throwed hey, rolls. Hey, maybe hey, go to Bucky's on the way. Say, yeah. say, you're, say you're a certain age without saying you're a certain age. You remember when it was a big deal to go and shop at the outlets at Foley? Yes. When outlets were actually outlets? Yes. When they actually had second runs and you could actually find deals? Yes. Okay, I'm not yes. the only one. I'm oh, not no, the only one. Oh, no, you're not now, the only one. Now they have them on the coast. See, now they have, yeah. you and I are of that age. Caleb is not. <laughs> He's on his way. <laughs> He's getting I, there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> All right, we've got just a couple minutes left, and so we have to bring it back because it's now officially the athletic season has begun. I have to bring back our Seder of the Week. As this week, I, I think this will go completely you know, without surprise that – Zalma Torres with two goals and an assist in that six to one finish between William Carey and Missouri Valley. Zalma Torres, our Crusader of the Week. Ah, oh, I thought I was, was trying. I was trying to get. Oh, uh, there, 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 there. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to do a symbol crash. I may be a dad, I, but I, I wasn't trying to get a dad joke. No, I did. I, I didn't have a symbol crash button. I was looking for it next week. Next we'll week have, we'll have it next week. <laughs> All right. Well, Zama Torres, our Crusader of the Week, also an SSAC Women's Soccer Player of the Week. Not always going to fall in line with what the SSAC says, but this week we had no choice but to give her the opening honor of the 2023-24 athletic year. And don't scare me like that again. <laughs> we will try our best. I, I will I will give you this a softball This needs to pitch. be the one we do when we're off for Labor Day. This needs to be the re-air that we did for Labor Day. The best of show. Yeah. That segment alone. Yeah. All right. Until next time, he's Josh West. He's Will Tony. I'm Caleb Hemmel. Until next time, good night, God bless, and go Satyrs. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.